I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by none other than craft queen, mummy blogger, and number one best-selling author, it's Louise Penland, everybody. Thank you so much. I'll take the craft queen. That's nice. Appreciate that. Did you like that? Don't get a lot of craft queening, but I'm going to take it. I feel like it's criminal that you haven't had more craft royalties thrown around. Thanks, Vicky, because I do my bedazzling. I yeah. do my beading. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you introduced me to, I know it's not technically craft, but it's certainly within that space. You introduced me to Kinetic Sand yesterday. Oh my God. Everyone loved the Kinetic Sand. So if your audience don't know, it's actually a toy for children, like a sensory toy. Uh-huh. So it's sand, but they've mixed some kind of, what can I describe as witchcraft in with it, where <laughs> it moves like liquid on your hand, but you don't get wet. <gasps> It's incredible. Oh. And whenever I want a guest to like open up and really chat, I'm like, hold this because while you're playing with something, you're enjoying that. And you're like, yeah, here's my inner feelings. I'll share it all. Yeah, that's it. This is my secret crush. And yeah, I've always yeah. dreamt about Boris Johnson, whatever it is that you Who want hasn't to hasn't always dreamt about you? Delish. Mm. <laughs> really, the only reason that's in my head, and I'm about to put my producer on blast now, is because that's her secret crush, you know. No, it's not. It is. And I've just told her nobody wants to touch Boris Johnson's tail and she's disagreed. Do you have have a secret crush, Louise? Uh, Is there anyone I don't fancy, Vicky, if I'm (laughs) honest? It's embarrassing. Like, you know, when people are like, oh, would you? And I'm always like, yeah, I'd just be grateful if they wanted to back, to be honest. (laughs) Oh, I definitely would you, just so you know. I mean, I don't fancy Boris Johnson, but I would be flattered if he fancied me. But... It's, it, oh, do you know what it is to me? I think it's the hair because do you know what it is? This is such a low touch problem to fix. Sure, it's hard to fix Brexit, fine. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. hard to fix the general budget. Like mm-hmm. those things, could I do a better job than the government now? I don't know. I don't really get it. But could mm-hmm. I, but your hair, cut yeah. it and brush it. I know. That's it. fix that. It's, a, it's an easy win. I always say the same thing. It's mad because I'm like, listen, I get that I'm no politician and I understand. Yeah, you know, and I understand it's a pretty thankless job. Like nobody's ever come in and we've gone, God, this one's smashing it. Like it's never happened. It's only doing well. Yeah. Well, aren't we pleased we voted him in? Like we're never grateful. I get it. And it is thankless. But like when it comes to just being able to fucking pull a brush through your hair, I think if you can't do that, why should I have confidence in you running our country, son? 
Yeah, if you're going to show up to work, show up properly. Yeah, tuck your shirt in. Tuck your shirt in, smarten your tie. Or, you know, you don't even have to wear a shirt and tie. Whatever you're going to wear, just wear it well. Just wear it smart. I mean, says the woman doing this in in leggings but you know <laughs> they're comfortable no, you can't even can't even see your leggings all i'm getting is like waist up and that looks pretty smart to me it's if i was getting waist up from boris i'd be getting like his crazy flyaway homeless man hair and his unkept tie um can i just say rather waist up than waist down well it depends who you're asking because i think the producer would would like it waist down sure sure there are some politicians <laughs> i think yeah not too bad there are some <laughs> Ed Miliband. Oh, don't! This is mental. This yeah. is mental because <laughs> this is what got on to this question, right? So she said something about Ed Miliband. It was we're reading you because you've interviewed him, haven't you? Yeah, I have. It's a great I day. Went, I went, which one's Ed Miliband again? She went, Fit one. Yeah, she went to the brother. So I Googled and I went, I'd off, should I get Ed Miliband? Like, yeah, I would. Well, the worst of it was, so it got asked. Someone said, Ed Miliband's team wants to ring you to see if you want to interview him. Now, I... I'm not a good interviewer. I'm not. It's just, I just say it now. I, I'm just not very good at it. And also... I disagree. You were good yesterday, mate. You got oh, thank at you. least three of those 20 questions. Exactly. Smashed it. <laughs> uh, also, I don't know anything about politics. No. Um, so I, I turned up to this thing and I, I tried to do some research, but it was very confusing for me. And that day I was in a really funny mood because someone was coming to meet me afterwards and I was going to go out for dinner with this guy that was basically half in love with so my head was there it wasn't with Ed Miliband and he was which is a shame (laughs) half was the best of us so (laughs) he was running to be prime minister and they had all these things that you couldn't say and it was was so stressful and in the end I just said so tell me what is an election and afterwards they're like so good to take it back to basics I was like that's exactly what I thought yeah I just I didn't want to overcomplicate it with my very good question so I just took it straight back to basics I said do you think your mum would be proud of you for doing so well at your job? Because you've got almost to the top, you've done well. Um, <gasps> questions like that. <laughs> the whole interview. I love them though. Like very recently, mate, we were talking about the other, yeah, just yesterday that we're both Harry Potter fans. And yeah. um, just re- yeah. Expect a Patronum. Knox. Alohomora. But um, we um, recently, I went, I got the opportunity with Warner Brothers to go and see the brand new film, Fantastic Beasts, the series yeah. of And then the next day, I was allowed to go and interview certain members of the cast. Oh, who did you get? So this was the thing. So when I first got the opportunity, it was like, you're going to meet everybody for like from David Yates, like the director, all like Jude Law's going to be there. You've got Eddie Redmayne, like you name it, Vicky, you're going to be fucking asking them the big questions. And I was yeah. like, buzzing like an old fridge brilliant so they said they said to me what do you like have you got I had to come up with my own like questions and stuff yeah and something something to keep them engaged and interested oh and god I, I know well I thought this was really good to be fair but I came up a bit like you like I wanted to do something different so I came up with the idea of um sorting them into houses like I you know that. I know I that yeah the um, moment came, though, however, the new um, Grindelwald is obviously Mads Mikkelsen, who, um, right. for anyone who doesn't know, is a very serious actor and a very, actually, a very nice man, but nonetheless a serious man. He's not up for the cringy fun bants. I basically wanted him to wear the sorting hat himself. 
the big hat right oh, just went down like a fart in a spacesuit louise oh no okay you do you know what do you know why this is so horrific to me vicky because <laughs> i am a massive fan of downton abbey like uh-huh. I, I love it. I love the bones of it. I've watched every single episode of every single series yeah. one, multiple times. I don't mean like a couple of times. I mean like 10 oh, times. You're thoroughly. in. Is it, is it your go-to, Lou? It is. Yeah. It is. It is. Bad day, Downton Abbey. Celebrating, Downton Abbey. Raining, <laughs> Downton Abbey. On your period, Downton Abbey. Right? I love it. Sometimes I go to places and I'm constantly saying to Liam, my fiance, I'm like, ooh, it's like we're at Downton Abbey. <laughs> Babe, it's, it's, no, it's not. I'm like, oh, look at that stone. It's like we're at Downton Abbey. Look at that tree. <laughs> it's like we're at Downton Abbey. Constantly. Or, or the greatest compliment I can give someone is like, oh, your hair looks lovely. It's very Downton Abbey. Oh, love that. I remember that. It's a bit Downton, isn't it? It's a bit Downton Abbey. And sometimes I even use some of the lingo with my friend, like my friend Esther. She's had an argument with her husband. I'm like, oh, did you have a tawdry brouhaha? Because that's what Carson says. Anyway. So I'm going to the premiere. I'm very excited. Yeah. And then they say, do you want to interview the cast? And I was like, <gasps> and I, what I want to do is be best friends with all the cast. Uh-huh. But the thought of interviewing them, it just puts the willies right up me. I'm just nervous about it. And then I was like, okay, sure. What do you want me to ask? And they were like, no, you tell us. So I was like, I just oh, want to ask. Hey. Oh no, hello. hello Sorry, one second. Hello, no, sweet. fine. You're right. Louise's mum voice is very cute, by the way. Okay, look. Look at these mummies working. You can shut the door. Okay. Love you. Shut the door. I love you more. Yeah. I think I might cry. That was honestly (laughs) one of the, like, sweet... I felt like I was privy to something I shouldn't see there. That was one of the cutest exchanges ever. I'm really emotional, Louise. (laughs) What for me say, don't eat the sausages. No, it was it was your patience. <laughs> I am tearing up, mate. Honestly, I swear I'm such a funny and I'm really quite desperate to be a mother. So obviously um that got oh. me right in the feels. But no, it's we well, can leave that in the podcast if you like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, mate. It's the patience. Cause oh. I'd be like, just fucking eat the yogurt, mate. <laughs> One second, I'm going Yes, sweetie. <laughs> She's back. And I'm What's an emotional like? wreck. <laughs> You and I are both really blessed to have the most incredible jobs um, that we can pick and choose the bits that we want to do. Like, this is a privileged life. Um, But this is so gushy and so, like, cringe. But motherhood is the best thing I've ever done. Like, I can't recommend it highly enough. You know I'm into this. Like, yesterday you came on my NSPCC fundraiser because I'm so passionate about children. But uh, at the risk... Of like, I don't, can I, I can swear. I think you said you're on my podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fucking brilliant. So <laughs> I can't wait for you to have your baby and feel that joy because it's hap- it'll happen. It will. And it'll be marvellous. Thank you so much. Please continue. And if you want me day. to come and whisper about sausages too, I will. Um, not <laughs> I think Bojo's it's, sausage though. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. That's just strictly for me, producer. Um, and so Downton Abbey. Yeah, tell me more about so, Downton Right, so I... I have done some press junket things that have not gone well. Um, I have done some press junkets in my time and they have all been horrific because what happens is they get really nervous. I don't bring my good self to it. I say stupid things. Uh, Carly Minogue has seen my snot. It went that badly. Like, it was awful. It's awful. So I'm very nervous. So for years I've said no. Any opportunity to interview celebrities, I've been like, no, sorry, I can't. I'm just not doing it. I cannot. Yeah. Uh, but it's Downton Abbey. So yeah, the thought yeah. of being there, I can't, can't, I've got to go. So... 
my questions are going to be like, you know, tell us a bit about the film, blah, 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 all that normal stuff that they want to promote. Great, great, great. Uh, but then I thought what would be fun is to have a modern problem, like a scenario, and then get mm. there, say, what do you think your character would do? Because if you're going to get Lady Mary, she's going to be like a sly bitch about it, but really clever. Love that. Mm. Uh, if you get Carson, he's going to be pragmatic. If you get mm. Hugh Bonneville, Lord Grantham, what's mm. he going to say? But I don't know what the modern problem is. So any suggestions? Let me plagiarise your work, please. Oh, so hang on, so we've not done this yet? No, doing it on Monday. And oh my gosh. I'm shitting it. Um, I've got a plus one to take and all yeah. my friends work during the day. So yeah. I'm taking my friend Julie, who's Darcy's dance teacher. Uh-huh. Uh, so I was like, Julie, are you free on Monday? She's like, yeah. And I was like, great. Could you come to London? <laughs> I've got to do a quick interview with the entire cast of Downton Abbey and then red carpet, just need to take a picture of me on my phone. Happy yeah. days. Is that are you game? And I've got low, got low doing a hair and makeup, so we'll look great. Yeah, you will look incredible and you're gonna feel good. I think that's half the battle is when you like, you know, got a bit yeah. of confidence in But stuff. what would you say to Hugh Bonneville? I mean, I think he's a lovely bit of kit, so I'd probably open with that. Oh no, I don't wanna don't don't wanna that's not the vibe. I want him to be my dad. Oh, okay, so then just tell him that. Like just this is say I want be- you to will he be my dad? This is the beauty of who you are, mate. Like, you're honest, you're open, you're relatable. Like, loads of people are going to want him to also be their dad. So he'll have had that before, but he'll it'll be endearing. And also, as well, if you're say it, for, like, I'm going to say it. I was speaking to yeah. Vicky Patterson the other day, and she said, I should just tell you, I want to be in your family. Not your real family, your fictional Downton family. I want to yeah. be one of your daughters. Or, or I'm not greedy, a goddaughter. I'd be yeah. a goddaughter. Uh, yeah, I feel like that as well. You've got to come with what your name would be if you were going to be on Downton Abbey. Come yeah. with that. Uh, Lady Louise Pentland. Oh, so you, you, we're not <laughs> going to be we're not going to be creative, or we're not. We're really setting this bar low, Louise. <laughs> Maybe just give that a little bit more thought before Monday. Okay, let me. Lady Louisa. Ooh, nice. Already liking the A. Yeah, Lady Louisa Pentland. Okay. Still, we're still sticking oh, no. with the Pentland. <laughs> well, I can't wait of Northamptonshire because that's. Oh, you could though. That sounded very fancy. I give it a go. I'll suggest yeah. it to him. Sorry, nursery. I thought it was going back this week. I'm that yeah. mum that was like, "Great, going back this week, perfect." And then I messaged my friend. She's like, "We're going to Legoland. Does anyone want to come?" I was like, "Hi, going to Legoland? If nursery's open." And she's like, "Nursery's not open." I was like, oh, "Are you fucking joking?" <laughs> So it's been a fun week. <laughs> trying to fix, because obviously yesterday was a big day for you, so you've gone back to work, so trying to figure out the childcare around that. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Can I just ask, Louise, this is mad personal, but yeah. honestly, my mind was blown when I found out how much nursery costs. Yes, expensive. It is so expensive. Do you know what's upsetting, though? It's so expensive, but the nursery staff that are, like, working their balls off to provide excellent care don't get well paid. It all goes on, like, uh, insurances and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's a shame because uh, often people that look after children are so incredibly caring and it's such hard physical work and hard, like, mind work, but they don't get paid well enough. If I was Prime Minister for the day, I would make all childcare free and pay the staff incredibly well. I feel like that's a great thing to do. I would also um, make tampons free for everybody. Yes, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's really important. Um, Have you tried period, pad, uh, period pants? Obsessed with them. Moddy body, love them. Obsessed. So I actually don't love tampons. Like, I don't, oh. I don't like the going, I don't want to fiddle around. I'm not like afraid of my vagina or anything like that. Like I'm, I'm really. I didn't think you were afraid of your vagina. No, no but I just putting some. Do oh, you know just putting something up there? I just find the whole. It's just it's very invasive. And the just being able to just lash on a pair of pants and like oh just still feel comfortable when you're feeling so uncomfortable anyway. I feel like is a great invention. Can I tell you a period story, or is this not the place? This is absolutely the place to tell me anything about periods. Go for it. So. It's sort of in keeping with what we've already talked about. Um, I promise is it about you Boris not... Johnson on his period? No, it is about <laughs> Downton Abbey, though. <laughs> so I went to the first Downton Abbey premiere. Uh-huh. Obviously, it was really exciting. That week, I was doing a YouTube video where uh-huh. I had decided that I would test dis- um, non-disposable, like reusable sanitary towels. So... Right. I had bought a load of these sanitary towels off Amazon uh-huh. and they're like they're like a pad, but they're uh-huh. not sticky underneath, so they don't stick to your pants. Ooh. Instantly got... I'm feeling a bit suspicious. Is there yeah. a lot of movement? Oh. Well, not when you sat at your desk, there's not. So right. for most of the week, I was sat at my desk or I was wearing like leggings. So they're like a cloth pad and then they've got the wings, a normal plastic pad would, and they've got a popper to like, so it doesn't, fall out oh, your pants almost right. like um, on a bodysuit that's right okay. so most of the week I was wearing like jeans or leggings and so jeans and leggings sort of uh you know mash up to your pants yeah. and hug the nun hug the nun and keep everything in place mm. so then I was like it's going to be really interesting this video because I'm going to show myself doing a variety of different activities wearing my reusable sanitary towel so amazing one of it my activities sound like you're going to skydive or something yeah. well one of my exciting activities was going to the premiere I had a cream dress but I was like no worries it's got loads of flowers all over the back so if we've got a problem it's going to look like a flower no worries and I'm walking down the longest red carpet of my life. And as I'm walking, because I'm not wearing leggings, my pants are sort of like a bit free. Uh-huh. And my thighs and like butt cheeks are doing this uh, for the purpose of the hearing audience. I'm moving in a, in a backwards and forwards motion. And as I'm doing it, I can feel the sanitary towel moving further and further back up. And I think it's okay because it's got that popper. So eventually it's yeah. going to stop. But yeah. what it actually did, Vicky, was come undone and move further and further back up my ass crack to the point where I thought it's not going to come out the waistband of the pant, though. It did. So no. I am walking. At this point, I'm now walking to where all the photographers are. I'm looking for Brett, who's my favourite one. Where's we Brett? Where's it? But I've got... Brett. Love a bit of Brett. Uh, oh, and yeah. I've got half the sanitary towel 
poking over the top of my waistband and I just put my hand to my back slightly to try and push it down. But I'm wearing a maxi dress, so I can't like fully gather up my dress. Of course. So I smile, smile, smile. Everything's fine. Ha ha. I start walking back. And of course, the press is the furthest part away from where the door is. Yeah. I start walking back and I think, a soiled, soiled sanitary towel is going to fall on the carpet. <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh my God. So I spend the rest, I'm gonna have to stand up this. I spend the rest of the carpet walking like this, like, oh, I'm just so casual, like, hi, hi. Yeah, but really it was to hold in place the sanitary towel. And then I got in and sorted it out, but I thought, I don't think that that was a good part of the experiment. (laughs) So pants, modgy body pants, much better, yeah. Do you know what, mate? Like, oh, God, I think we can all relate to having a bit of a mishap on my period, but that's up there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Such a gross time. Like, I believe in cutting out all of the, like, as much awkwardness and as much, like, uncomfortableness as possible. And I love those pants as well. Um, And they're actually, there's some really cool ones now. I did a little campaign with Bodyform and they've got some with, like, black lace around the top. Erkan was over over the moon. They were nicer than me ordinary nicks. Nice. No, no, me, no, me. Um, before, like I've not that I haven't loved the period stories. Yeah, sorry. Um, Fire away with I, your actual yeah, agenda. Got, sorry. I've got some questions. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just for everyone who doesn't already know who you are, if they've been living under a fucking rock, you are literally one of the biggest mummy bloggers on the planet. Like, how does it feel? Um, well, um, I don't really feel like that, but um, <laughs> it is nice. It's it's um yeah, it's nice. It's an honor to do that. It's funny because motherhood is something that when I was much younger, my my experience of motherhood was so tragic. My mum died when I was seven. Uh, it's actually her birthday today. Um, oh, and happy birthday. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Happy birthday, oh. mum. And then a woman came into my life that was in a maternal role and was incredibly abusive um, yeah. for such a long time, for eight years. So to me, motherhood had always been not a nice experience and then to have like the the complete opposite like such a 180 is such a privilege and then to share it is incredible I I started doing this I started sharing like the motherhood side of things because I don't have much footage or many pictures of my mum and I wanted my girls to be able to look back on their childhood and see it all so I do it half selfishly because it's like a digital (laughs) scrapbook and then to turn it into a job is just like the dream right like turning your hobby into your job um so it's pretty cool yeah I love it do you think Lou like you were drawn to this path and like this role because of of your of your upbringing definitely oh my god definitely uh I think your childhood shapes you whether you like fully realize it or not but it's so healing to me to have the childhood experiences I I didn't get to have simple things like um having a nice pat lunchbox made for you to to make that for my daughters is almost like I'm like ticking things off my list like ha I've I've righted that wrong I've like sorted that out in the universe the energy is now rebalanced um and so it's incredibly healing because i get to enjoy this mother-daughter experience and yes it's not from the same way as before but definitely that's what i was gonna say like you know even though you're on the other end of it now you're getting that experience yeah i'm still in it yeah it's amazing i feel like it's 
obviously super brave to talk about all the things you you do and use your platform for good and stuff but like I do I do also feel like it must be incredibly cathartic for you yeah especially the abuse side of things that's something I've only been talking about for I'd say a year or two so I've been doing this for 12 years and it's not that I hid it we started around the same time Lou oh geez uh it's just that and and you'll know this the things that are the most painful to your heart are the hardest to share because you have to get yourself to a place where you can guard your own heart Mm. so now I do feel in a really like mentally good space Mm. where I can share that and and still feel quite secure um I don't feel like raw and open and vulnerable I feel like Mm. I've I've picked the things I'm going to share I'm putting them out there there we go still got my armor on Mm. um plus you've got to be in the right like life space yeah. like I was young I got married so young then I got divorced and that wasn't much fun and then I was on the tinder dating market and that was uh, a roller coaster <laughs> um I'm not good on dates like I don't know I just I say everything all at once too much I would love to be on a date with you though I'd like I to go on a date with you because we'd have the greatest I, time I feel like my idea of the worst ever date, Lou, is like someone who, you know, there's those stilted, awkward silences or like someone who doesn't say anything real. Like, I don't want to talk to you about the weather. Like, tell me about where you stand on aliens. Fucking t- tell yeah. me about your childhood. Did aliens tell- build the pyramids? Did yeah. they? Let's talk about that. Tell me something real. Tell me yeah. what you, Just tell me anything. Just yeah. don't, don't ask me about the weather or what my favorite fucking number is. Fuck off. <laughs> okay. So I had this one date and I knew it was, this is a telltale sign if it's going wrong. He said, mm. so have you got any pets? Like once you've got into the conversation where I said, have you got any pets? You know, it's gone wrong. First of all, I want you to know, I want to set the scene. It was Christmas. I was sat by a fire in a pub. I was so close to the fire that like, I was, I was so hot. I was like sweating off half my face. And he said, (laughs) have you got any pets? I said, yeah, I've got three cats. He's like, oh, you're a crazy cat lady. I was like, yeah. At this point I thought I'm not seeing you again. So I was like, yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a crazy cat lady. Yeah. (laughs) Got any pets? And he said, I've got two lizards. I thought, oh, oh lizard people, mate. Sorry, yeah. I don't mean Wait. to make a generalisation. It's going to get worse. It's going to get on. so much worse. He said, I've got two lizards. So I was like, oh, right, that's nice. Are they siblings? And he, I don't know why I was like, you know when you're desperate? And he said, well, I thought they were siblings, but they're um, not. Uh, they're boy and girl, and they mated. And I came downstairs one day, and there were 20 eggs in the tank or enclosure or whatever lizards live in Uh and I was like oh so you've got 22 lizards he said no I killed them (gasps) what he said well I didn't kill them I just got rid of the eggs I said what do you mean he said well I froze them and then put them in the bin and I was like why didn't you just give them to like a reptile center or something and he was like well the first time I just froze them and then the second time I did think to give them away but I just didn't have time so I just put them in the bin I was like sorry this has happened this has happened twice and then I just thought I can't spend the rest of my life with you Steve are you joking (laughs) you're an irresponsible person I'd rather (laughs) check Boris Johnson at this point I (laughs) I can't believe Steve, the yeah. overlord of lizard genocide, like, yes, it, it yeah. actually, actually had the cheek to insinuate that you were crazy yeah. for having cats. Yeah, are you a no. crazy cat? I've got three living cats. <laughs> yeah, but, and, and, and if they do have children, like I'll be, I'll look after them. Unlike you, who's what? No, I'm sorry, Steve. Not if you're right. listening, you fucking not well, mate. You're not, you're not well. And he said to me, have you got any good nicknames? Sorry, I was, I was so chatty on the podcast. I'm sorry, I'm going to edit this out so much. He said to me, have you got any nicknames? I was like, 
Lou. Some people, a lot of my friends call yeah. me Lou. And he was like, how about Pentas? You can call me Pentas. He went, I know what rhymes with Louise. Cheese. I'm going to call you Cheese. I was like, oh, Steve. All right, Steve. Fuck off. Fine. <laughs> well, you won't be speaking to me again, but yeah. thanks, Steve. When you tell this story to your friends, you can call me Louise. You can call me Cheese, but that will be the only time. That'll be it, yeah. That'll be it. <laughs> Oh, on that note, I'm going to end part one. But can I get you back in part two? I want to yes. talk to you. I've got, got a little Tinder game I want to play with you. I want to ask all about your crafting. Oh, mate, I've just got so many more questions. Yeah. <laughs> Buzzing. I'm going for a wee as well. Hang on. Thoroughly enjoy this. I'm going to have a mint matchmaker. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.